0: Okay, music's coming. It's loading. Ah. See, just like that.
1: <laughs> Starting over <laughs> no mistakes
0: were No mistakes were made at all. Today is Monday, <laughs> January 3rd, 2022. This is the Producers Happy Hour. We're back, to producers on opposite coasts, chatting over drinks about what it means to be a good producer. I'm Lawrence Lewis in Los Angeles.
1: And I'm Sister Christian, currently in New York City. Mm. So, we started the year off strong to bring you the latest in COVID updates, labor updates, trashing the union, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) You know, maybe some shit talking. Mm -hmm. Who
0: knows? It's all up for up for grabs in uh, episode one of 2022. And we still want to. It was season three. Season three. Yes. yes. We, we want to hear from you. Holy shit. So uh, <laughs> join the conversation at ProducersHappyHourGroup.com or email us at ProducersHappyHour at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your comments, your ideas for show topics, anything you want to get off your chest.
1: And very importantly, um, besides getting a Casper mattress, um, you should rate and review us on Apple <laughs> Podcasts because it really helps out other people like you find the show.
0: And that's what it's all about. Um, also, join us for office hours. if you. We believe in mentorship uh, and sharing information in this business because it's kind of non-existent. So we want to bring that to people. So if you're new to the industry, if you're stuck somewhere in your career, need some advice, hit us up. ProducersHappyHour at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know um, if you'd like to have office hours with us. We'd love to tell you, you know, because a lot of us would love to talk about what we do all day long for a living and how to do it the right way.
0: <laughs> right. And also Very info true.
1: at stanwithproduction.org.
0: Yes, we'll talk a lot more about Stanwith Production Production uh, in a bit. But first, Christian, are you having a a, a drink this, this lovely day on January 2, January 3?
1: No, but I did have some weed, so... Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, here's the thing. Like, I feel like this happened about six weeks ago. I may have hit, like, that sweet spot where you're overworked so much and you can't, your hours are so long that you just can't even find the time to drink. So I've actually tapered off for a little bit.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, this will be an interesting month for the show because I'm uh, doing dry January. mm. So boring.
1: I actually but, thought uh, about that when I went to get my LaCroix out of the fridge. I was like, <laughs> I wonder, um, just because it seems like the, the most pressure to be dry happens in January, mm-hmm. too, because of the overindulgence that we all just went through. I know. Over the holidays.
0: Yeah. Right? And I know a lot of people push it to February. Uh, yeah, and, because it's uh, the my, shortest
1: month. <laughs>
0: right. And uh, mine might extend through February, so we'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that.
1: Well, then we're gonna have to um, find something else, like acid, Molly. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you? What are you dosing today?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's macro, not micro. Just so you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it sounds like it's a dry episode for both of us.
1: It is a dry episode, but not dry.
0: Mm-hmm. Never dry.
1: Full, full of dad puns today. Everyone full of it.
0: So obviously, we did not do a closing we got so busy last year we did not do a closing episode to kind of you know say goodbye and thank you to our listeners for 2021 and we're starting early we usually take january off but here we are because uh we have the time and we're doing it and there's a lot to talk about so sorry we kind of disappeared last year but <laughs> here we are
1: well, i'd like to you know like in our personal catch-up time right now i'd like to address that a little bit so I know that I've been pretty open about uh my mom, you know, being ill and such yes. and um I've been taking a lot of um last minute unexpected flights to uh Nashville and such and she had contracted covid right mm-hmm. before the holidays um because she's in a facility where It's a rehab facility for people, you know, like if you've had a stroke or you've broken your hip or something like that, you know, Um, not quite long-term care yet. But it's, you know, it's a breeding ground for germs Uh. and COVID just like, (laughs) and there's no way to escape it because she can't leave. So, yeah, a lot of the facility caught COVID. I think that's what happened in the beginning anyway, like when it was rampant in nursing homes and prisons. Uh Mm-hmm. Right. So um, she caught that, and uh, she's better now. I'm not going to, you know, like, uh, she's better now, but they gave her the thing that they gave Trump, the – Oh, yes. I can never say it. Monoclonal <laughs> – Antibodies? Mon- that shit monoclonal works.
0: antibodies, yeah. That shit works.
1: Like, yeah. That I mean, I just have to say, if anybody's parent or somebody gets sick who doesn't have the vaccine and it becomes a case, you know, like, request mm-hmm. it, because now it's available for everybody, and I can tell you – it works.
0: Yeah. Great. Yeah.
1: So, oh, well, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth, but I feel like uh-huh. I'm uh, I'm back uh, for a while anyway and it to win it as they say.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that um that she's things doing are better. better. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah, just yeah. took a turn the middle of last week for the better. So, really? things are looking amazing. Out. Yeah. Good, mm-hmm? good, good. And how are you?
0: I'm all right. I have been enjoying some lovely time off um and nice. just spending it Low key with you know Christopher, my mom, and just friends, and uh, and it's been lovely. So it's been a very nice couple of weeks here. So in, what's uh, it
1: been like in LA?
0: Well, I assume you are talking about COVID. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, uh, unless what, what do you else mean? is there? What's uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. what's what's <laughs> Brad Pitt up to these days, or what, what else? <laughs> like, mm, how's the weather? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's been it's been rampant. Um, uh, wow, a lot of people we know are sick. A lot of friends are sick. We haven't, there's not been any sense of, well, I guess Christopher did get, we got a notification of a possible exposure, but that led to nothing. Oh, thank God. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of friends, a lot of friends. And um, uh, some restaurants have closed indoor dining uh, just voluntarily. And a couple bars, I think, are actually, a couple one kind of restaurant bar and another bar have shut down completely they're mm-hmm. just closed i don't know when they plan to reopen but um yeah so there's 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 quite a lot of of it going on thank goodness the hospital rates are down um comp- relative to how many cases there are oh yeah so due to the, vaccines due, due to vaccines and also due to the, the evolution of a virus, which we've talked about on the show many times, you know it when it mutates, it wants to be more contagious and it will become less deadly over time. And so apparently that's what hopefully the research is bearing that out uh, according to you know some of the reports that I've been listening to mm-hmm. that fortunately our hospitals at least are, are doing okay. Obviously, the boosters and the vaccines are helping people stay out of hospitals, and hopefully that continues.
1: Yes, because I feel uh, after seeing that Israel has um, extended the fourth booster mm-hmm. or the fourth shot to people over the age of 60 after four months, it leads me to believe that, uh, that we'll be getting a fourth one pretty soon.
0: Yeah, although I did hear some reports say, some scientists say that um, they are hesitating because they need more data uh, uh, something about if, if, if we do too many f- boosters or vaccines too rapidly, it could put our immune system to sleep and start ignoring the virus. Perfect. <laughs> mm, perfect. So I think, I think, th- I think the uh, second booster <laughs> is, is TBD right now <laughs> because it's, we, it's could like, you, could you imagine
1: it's like um, after a couple hours at a bar, you start alternating with water.
0: Yes, <laughs> and your drink. Yes, <laughs> yes just like even slow it out. Down. Got it. Slow okay, it down, slow even it everyone. out. Everyone,
1: we want to make sure that we're not throwing up in the sink. <laughs> yes. <Got it. laughs>
0: yes. All right. So there's the personal update. There's the LA update. Let's dive into production. I'm what ready. the hell are we talking about? It's a fresh start, mm. 2022 yippee kaye.
1: Yes, exactly. So I've also been woefully absent from the Stand With Production town halls. And I know that you've been keeping me informed, which I greatly appreciate because it is a huge passion of mine as, I mean, everybody huh. knows who knows me. But also, you know, and hopefully this audience knows. a huge passion of mine to get back to like a humane, <laughs> like just a humane work or mm-hmm. back to shit like just have a humane working environment right so yes. um please update us lawrence because i know you were you on yesterday's call
0: no i wasn't uh new year's eve is christopher and i's anniversary so you know we, we kind of were 13 off years i know uh <laughs> um so no I was not participating uh yesterday you know with holidays and stuff it, it's just hard uh but I I was on one call over the over the holiday break and um and a lot of email discussions so if anybody's unfamiliar go to standwithproduction.org And there you will see uh, the information about the group. It's it's a a group of producers, production supervisors, and coordinators who have come together to fight for systemic change in the industry to bring Mm -hmm. about better working conditions, more humane working conditions that we've been talking about on the show or have been missing for quite some time. Yes. And uh, what the the organization has done has they've reached out they've developed a, a set of new rates and terms of production employment that that everyone's going to stand behind. Everyone who signed the document at least is going to stand behind and say you know we need these terms to protect us from you know the way it works now is a job comes in it, it looks like a healthy calendar doesn't doesn't award for another weekend to prep and you lose that time to prep and basically you've got to work from the day they say go nonstop until the shoot day weekends saturday 6 7 days mm-hmm. overtime 12 14 hours a day in prep all these things that are kind of you know the normal way we operate as producers and production folks but now it's getting to the point where it's just it's not it's not tolerable anymore, it's not sustainable anymore, and we don't have the resources to do the jobs properly anymore. So these these kind of guidelines are set up to protect us. Like we don't personally, I can't speak for everybody, I don't want a six day premium payment. I don't want a seventh day, I just don't want to work the sixth and seventh days. I don't want to work over four I don't want the overtime. I don't want the, right. the you know what I mean? I'd I'd rather would have just humane hours time to rest not abuse my team and uh, just a better working condition for everybody you
1: know yeah like not to have to ask them because they'll do it for you i've heard that from teams my entire career and i've all and crew members and like of course i'm here because of you and i'm just like please no 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 yeah this should not be the reason why you're here accepting abuse is because it's a sister christian job Right. Right. (laughs) So I would rather know what you consider abuse and we can have a discussion of it versus like just doing your head down and like being miserable and uncomfortable because you're on a job and I did not understand what you were going through. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think
1: that communication obviously is a big one, but you and I have been on jobs and we understand how we've been treated before and how it makes us feel. So we take that and we try not to do that to other people. Yes. I know. It's so simple. It's crazy. It's so
0: simple. (laughs) I know. It is so simple.
1: I know. Um, but I there was a time in my life, I remember, um, summer of two thousand (laughs) eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, where I wanted, yeah. Like I wanted that. I wanted the overtime. I wanted to work Mm. every day. I wanted Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. But I mean, that's been I don't want that anymore. I do I don't want that anymore. I'm glad that you were able to uncheck because I can tell you for the last three days or so, I have not looked at my phone. Yeah. And I looked this same. morning and, and with much dread looked this morning and saw only a few things that I was able to answer right away. But I also feel somewhat bad about not responding until now.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's we're all in this fight for better self-care. And if exactly. that means you have to check out you need to check out because uh we should not be
1: available 24 hours a day should not
0: be available 24 hours a day no thank
1: you zoom i'd like to shout out to zoom for making that possible Being able to work while I'm sick, being able to work while I'm yeah.
0: <laughs> with You can my just mom. hop on the Zoom, no problem, <laughs> exactly. right?
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, you mm, know, brother. hospital Wi-Fi's come a long way. It just, it's like you're able to work everywhere at any time. And so, yes, us having the discussions around a work ethic versus actual humane works, working, you know, like it's not, they're not tied together. Right. Your work ethic is not married to your ability to be awake for 18-hour days mm-hmm.
0: working. Hmm. Exactly. One thing that I think we should point out in this whole—I uh, don't want to say uprising, but labor movement—that we've been discussing for a while. So I don't know if you you heard about this one. So there's I'd a few love things
1: to have an uprising, folks. Just so you <laughs> know. Have an if anybody's ready. I'm fucking ready for it to <laughs> uprise right now.
0: I'm ready. I know a few people <laughs> that are ready. Uh-huh. We've uh, we are prepared. Um, Wait,
1: I can make t-shirts.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Producer's happy hour cookies will finally come oh. into play. Um, <laughs> that was our editor, Eric Beal's idea.
1: Thank you, Eric.
0: So, okay, here's a few things that happened. At some point in December, L.A. key crew department heads in commercial land, so first ACs, gaffers, and key grips, sent an open letter to the AICP telling them that here in Los Angeles, they the rates are deteriorating in commercial mm-hmm. production. And so we're, they want to put an end to it, and despite whatever the minimums are in the contract, L.A. Key Crew are going to be asking 750 for 10 Yes, yeah,
1: fuck yes. 720,
0: 750 725 700 for yeah. 10 It's going to be the new structure that, that you know—
1: Irregardless.
0: Irregardless of whatever the—however the, the contract says, that is going to be the new street rate. So— that was a big thing that happened, uh, signed by a bunch of crew, you know, names that you are very familiar to all of us over here on the West Coast. So that was that was something that came around at the same time. Stand With Production was was put publishing its new rates and guidelines, so that's mm-hmm. kind of exciting. Yes. Then AICP, at some point in the early December, AICP sent out a letter to all of its members talking about how you know. They were actually acknowledging that the commercial industry is in a little bit of a crisis, right? <laughs> How, you know, jobs are so last minute, clients are, are so demanding, resources are so slim. And, you know, mm-hmm. when I say resources, I mean money, budgets, right? Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. Um,
1: well, resources also, I agree with that, but also is budget. But that, that requires, you know, less um, people power, less yes. everything. Uh-huh. So resources is very much more than commerce. You know, yes. Than, uh, Money
0: Exactly. And so it was kind of a great letter. And we, you know, it seemed like it was stemming off of this because the stand with production movement is known to a lot of commercial production companies. Mm It's obvious we're out there. So we were thinking, okay, maybe there's maybe there's something going on here that they're trying to address. And then, of course, when we sent out the new terms of employment, the new rates to all the production companies and and there was mm -hmm. an offer of a listening session, a a Zoom listening session for all the production companies to come uh, and ask questions, state their concerns, uh, you know, just have... It was a feedback session. Mm -hmm. And a few days before it, AICP basically sent out a letter to all the production company members saying that if they were to engage with us and address us... As humans. As humans, (laughs) it it honors the organization as a bargaining entity. And uh, they Mm -hmm. basically were in not so many words suggesting that nobody engage. So that was a lovely turn of events. I think people felt hopeful with that first letter that AIC put out thinking like oh maybe they are maybe they have our backs. They see that this new way of working is not sustainable and then of course as soon as we issue our new rate structure and our new terms of con- and conditions uh they kind of turned around and said nobody should engage with this group.
1: Um is it time for me to bring the fire? After yes. hearing all this because okay. Yes. As I take a deep breath on this one. So, we are um in the minds of the pay- the production company, the, you know, or the ones who belong to the AICP are the last bit of area that they can make money off of. Yeah. And that is from the, you know, budget standpoint and from the, you know, like what they can charge to the client versus what they pay. The P and so that they don't have to, you know, the amount of days that they can chart. They can they can with us it can be anything because there are no rules. And yeah. this is how they've operated. And so what scares them is to ha- is to apply some sort of structure to our the quote unquote handshake deals that we've had for the last 20 years. With mm-hmm. me and you, maybe a few more than that. And this is the we're seeing the results of the last 25 plus years of this kind of bargaining and where it's headed because things are cheaper to make and there are ways to do it with less time. Cheaper doesn't always mean money, it can be, you know, with time, which equals money, right? Mm-hmm. And he- here we are with an entity who is trying to hold on to the last bit of their profit margin that they can. Yeah. This is purely money related. It's cruel as, sh- as fuck. As we know, yeah. it's cruel to us. And you can find that occasional production company that doesn't treat you like this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but they're happy to turn around and treat somebody like this who they don't have a relationship with because mm-hmm. they can. Mm-hmm. And until we understand, and this is, I deeply feel this until we understand that we do not need their permission to do anything then we're never going to be able to do anything. And it goes back to 2006 all over again yep. with going and, re- and demanding this and getting healthcare for 10 to 20% of us. Yeah. So, I think that now that we've understand what their position is, we're fine with it. We're we're they are exactly right. We are not an entity to negotiate with. We're an entity that is going to do this and then they will They will have to put up with it because they didn't negotiate it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we
1: have the power. Yeah. But it's really hard to convince every single, you know, producer, every single PM, everybody out there that we can do this if you just give us a few months. Yeah,
0: it is really hard to convince everybody. And, you know, you and I have seen this play out several times over history. And every time, it's it's a struggle, because not everyone's going, going to agree. We're all very strong-headed people, and we all have our opinions about how something should be done or how something should be executed. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way to make a large group, and we are a large group, there's no way to make everybody happy, and there's no, no. way to appease everybody. And if they don't feel like they're being listened to and appeased, they're not going to stand with us and turn down those jobs that aren't honoring what we're asking for.
1: Yes. And I agree with that 100%. And I also think that it's people are at different, like, what what they may have been two years ago when COVID first started to banding together. Now it's a different kind of banding together that appeals to different people. Mm-hmm. It's generational. Yep. It's definitely, and if you're comfortable in the position you are, then why would you fight? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we're running into.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. And I think that um, it all, com- by the way, it all apparently comes down to kit rentals for PAs. That's what we should be arguing about. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's a side joke. But anyway, yeah. so for me, it's, uh I think that just like unions have locals, we have different generational, different experience levels, different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how, you know, like coordinators work in the middle of the country, maybe doing petty cash when on the coasts, it's PMs do petty cash. Like just, we're all different in a sense, yeah. right? So having different factions that come together under the umbrella of production makes sense to me as well. We're never going to please everybody. And so it's how do we... How do we figure out what will please an individual 70% of the time?
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so maybe it's a question of like, here's 10 things. What five things would you be happy with?
0: Right. Yeah. And that's then
1: one way. like rank them. And then that's what we mm-hmm, go for. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, uh, yeah, I know we're getting back to basics here. But I think that, <laughs> you know, I, some of the, you know, I did get a little bit of intel from yesterday's call. And it just seemed like there was a lot of talking again. And it dissolves into very minute issues that some people think will never get. And it's like, great. You have to go in at 150% yes. to get 70%. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah. And something that I've been saying, and I know you align with me on this, is that, yeah, we are here for the PA's kit rental. You know, I'm not here to double my rate or get crazy over time or get sixth and seventh days. I'm here to get my PA's 50 bucks more a day. Yeah. I'm here to get the coordinators and the production supervisors paid properly and not have to work 14 hours a day on a prep day for two and a half weeks with no day off in between and not get any sort of recognition. So that's, right,
1: and then have to fight over like, you know, a month from now when an invoice, you know, oh. <laughs> I know cause there's nobody on the staff that can do it.
0: Yeah. It's part it, of your I know, job. It, a lot of this is an awareness campaign to the production companies. and We're not trying to bilk the production companies, right? Like that's not the point. It, the money comes from the clients. Money comes from the clients to the, to the ad agencies, to the production companies, we're not looking to to, you know, make any production companies go belly up by billing them, you know, something ridiculous.
1: No, but it does cost to do business. And it does our cost, and Yeah. So the people we work for, production companies, need to understand what it costs to do business so that they can be more informed and can advocate for us. Otherwise Exactly. Yes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. A five day shoe cannot be wrapped in three days. You know it's like can we just or two
1: fourteens or two, two 14, scheduled for no. budgeted two fourteens is really three yeah. days, people. yeah, and it's Let's, really not that much more.
0: It really isn't. It really isn't. right. Oh, my gosh, so many things. But you know, we talked about this at the end of last year, and we should bring it up again because we didn't really have a lot of time to act on it. We didn't <laughs> even do another show afterwards. But we talked about round tables. Yes. And I know we've done some in the past mm-hmm. and we're ready to do some more now. So if anybody is interested in having an open discussion with us about any of these topics, please email us at ProducersHappyHour at com. We'd love to have some production manager roundtables, some PA roundtables and talk about these issues that everybody uh, has on their minds.
1: I think it'd be great to, to talk to a team, to a PM, a coordinator and an office PA who all yeah. work together, you know, yeah. just to see. It'd be interesting to um, understand how they're, they break down the work and how they actually delineate when somebody needs to be available. Right. Because I can say when I was coming up, there was, you know, like you had to be available at all times. And now mm-hmm. it's just like I will absolutely say, please go home at 7 p.m. and I do not expect you to answer anything until tomorrow at 10 yeah. If I have to say that every time, then I will. And then if something happens between 10 and 7, <laughs> or just, I'm sorry, 7 and 10, then I wind up doing it because, you know, there is a there is a cost that comes with making more money than your team mm-hmm. and being responsible. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. It just is. Yep. Absolutely.
1: I want to do roundtables. Come on, folks. Let's do some roundtables. Let's round do roundtables. Round
0: tables. You said it all.
1: Yes, I did. I, uh, well, did I? I said it all multiple times. Producers Happy Hour was created with the help of Christopher Daniels, who is a branding and design specialist, and he's really fucking good, folks. He created (laughs) our logo and branding.
0: And Kyle Puccio, who is a music composer for commercials, film, and TV, he created the show music you're listening to right now.
1: This episode was edited by the fabulous Eric Beals. Thanks for listening. We're back next week. Yes, we're back next week.
0: Next week. Maybe a couple weeks. I don't know. We got to figure out our schedule. <laughs> Send us your voice recordings or your emails to producers, happyhour at gmail.com. We want to hear from you.
1: Lawrence, if people need you, how can they get you?
0: Two ways work. voiceoflawrence.com, Producing, Christian, how about you?
1: SisterChristianProduces.com.
0: Bye, everyone. bye Bye.